All You Need To Know, the NDTV Profit Podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from NDTV Profit and I'm Alex Matthew. Listen in over the next few minutes to get up to speed with everything that you need to know at the start of your day. Today is the 14th of December. The big headline this morning is the outlook from the US Federal Reserve. Now, the Fed kept its key interest rates steady, which was in line with expectations, but more importantly, it indicated that it would cut rates thrice next year. The decision to keep uh, rates unchanged was unanimous, and that means that the rates have remained unchanged since they were last hiked in July and remain at the highest level in 22 years. The median rate forecast for 2024 has fallen to 4.6% for the Fed funds rate, compared with 5.1% in September, and that's according to the Fed's economic projections. That implies three rate cuts of 25 basis points each. The yield on the 10-year Treasury has fallen sharply overnight. As of this morning, the yield on the 10-year Treasury was trading just below 4% at the lowest level since early August. It was at 5% just last month, so the fall has been precipitous. Meanwhile, the dollar index has fallen sharply too and is currently trading at 102.76. That's down about 1% from yesterday. In his post-policy press conference, Fed Chair Jerome Powell said that the FOMC believes that the policy rate is at or near the peak for this cycle. And he added that the Fed is prepared to tighten policy further if appropriate and the FOMC doesn't want to take further hikes off the table. Be that as it may, though, a risk on sentiment has flooded global markets. U.S. equities have risen sharply, with all three benchmarks gaining close to 1.5%. In the Asia-Pacific region, two of the three early risers have uh, gained, and the Japanese Nikkei was lower by half a percent, last I checked. Now, another big headline is from the COP28 summit. Negotiators from close to 200 nations at the COP28 have for the first time agreed to transition from fossil fuels to limit the worst effect of global temperature by keeping it within 1.5 degrees by 2030. Analysts believe that India is unlikely to succumb to global pressure to hasten the energy transition and sacrifice economic prosperity for its citizens given that its historic cumulative and per capita emissions have been the lowest compared to other G20 countries. You'll find more on that story on the website ndtvprofit.com. Now, news from the banking space. Sandeep Gandhat, who is the erstwhile chairperson of Abhyudaya Cooperative Bank, has dragged the Reserve Bank of India to court against an order issued last month. The Bombay High Court is set to hear the matter on the 4th of January. To give you a little context, on the 24th of November, the RBI superseded the board of the cooperative lender and appointed an administrator. Through this case, Gandhat is expecting the court to keep the cooperative lender under the RBI's supervisory framework and allow it to continue business under restrictions. Now, India has voted in favor of a UN General Assembly resolution demanding the immediate humanitarian ceasefire in Gaza, a shift in New Delhi's stance from about two months ago after it abstained on a text that had called for a truce in the Israel-Hamas conflict. 
The 193-member UN General Assembly overwhelmingly adopted the draft resolution titled Protection of Civilians and Upholding Legal and Humanitarian Obligations at an Emergency Special Session with 153 nations voting in favor, 10 against and 23 abstentions. As things stand, the gift nifty is indicating a positive start to trade in the Indian equity markets. But to find out more, uh, here's Neeraj Shah to tell you about the trade setup for the day. Morning, Neeraj. How's it looking today? Alex, you don't even need me to tell you what's going to happen today, or you don't need anybody else to tell you what's going to happen today. Uh, frankly, the, the saying that more losses happen uh, while people wait for a correction as opposed to the correction itself certainly holds true uh, for Indian markets as well as global markets, maybe. And as people now probably brace for a possible melt-up, I think that left-out feeling, if there is one, might continue to be even stronger. Frankly, it is visible in the way some of the stocks are powering ahead, right? I mean, you just see the moves that are happening, for example, in the power financiers. And that tells you a story of or two of how people are piling onto stocks, wherein the belief is that there might be growth. And the valuations might be a bit more sanguine than otherwise. FIs bought in 4,700 crores in the cash market yesterday. Tells you that story with the 10-year yield now below four, lowest level since August. You know where uh, the turn of the dollar or the turn of the currency, the turn of the money that is, is going to be as well. So Asia is lifting off. We'll have a good start too. Um, I know quant indicators are stretched and I've been saying that. But who knows, they may continue to look stretched in the wake of the falling yields as well. So that is the anomaly that maybe the indicators didn't account for. But yes, it does look like that there might be more powering ahead, uh, despite the fact that the markets may look like, or markets are looking like, that they are in that greed zone. Let's wait and watch if that were to continue. Uh, you know, there aren't too many newsmakers today, unfortunately. You'd probably see PSU banks continue to do well with yields doing what they are. The dollar index is lower as well. And that may have some uh, specific impact on select pockets of uh, strength. Uh, so watch out for those. In terms of newsmakers, there's maybe a GMM Fordler, which has got, I mean, the Patel family acquired additional 1% stake or IRCTC, which is planning a major expansion in North Railway catering business and assigned MOUs with various government and autonomous bodies for the same or an NBCC India, which has gotten an order worth 1,500 crores from National Cooperative Development Corp. So all of these might be in focus and might do well. But largely, it's a day which is punctuated, going, going to be punctuated by gains to pockets. Watch out for financiers. Watch out for PSU banks in particular. Watch out for certain infra assets. Uh, maybe, I mean, crude to the OPEC demand outlook, uh, while oil has moved up a little bit from the lowest level since many months, it's still looks uh, a bit skittish and therefore the oil beneficiaries which showed a bit of spunk yesterday might well continue to do so. So it's it's batches as opposed to individual stocks today and especially newsmakers there aren't too many. I was trying to look at uh, brokerage notes as well which might be very constructive on select pockets. Couldn't find too many uh, which might be stock moving and frankly that that side of the pie will dry up now as the global brokerages and the global clients go on holiday. So be mindful of that as well. But yeah, uh, more power ahead for equities at large. Let's wait and watch if the moves um, are very exaggerated or, they are, or are they a bit more um, balanced out, if you will. Um, with this, it's back to you, Alex.
Thanks Neeraj and as always thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 